0: Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together for you. Welcome to episode number four. Today we're going to be talking about motivation. So, how do you get yourself motivated to start? And how do you keep yourself motivated to keep making changes that you need to make? in order to reach your weight related goals. And this is a challenge, because the pull to not make change is often quite strong, it's far more comfortable for our brains to stay doing what we're doing, even if what we're currently doing causes discomfort, than it is to make change. Change can be scary change can be uncomfortable. And so you really need to know why you're wanting to make change in order to keep your brain focused on doing it. I think the thing to remember is that your brain is motivated. It's motivated to do a lot of things every day. They just might not be the things that you feel your brain should be telling you to do. So there's something called the motivational triad, which is kind of the basic motivation of our more primitive parts of our brain. Um, And that is to essentially avoid pain, seek pleasure, and have energy conservation or do it with the least amount of energy as possible. And so a lot of what we do and a lot of what you see around you in our North American society is related to those motivating factors. You can get pleasure through food extremely easily with almost no energy uh, by going through a drive through at the checkout, at the grocery store, when you stop for gas. And all of those things are made to tap into those basic motivations of our brain. And those can be really powerful, as I'm sure a lot of you know, when you have something that you're really craving and your brain really wants food wise, it's highly motivated to get that and you would do often a lot of stuff to to get that food if that's what you're going to do. Versus eating healthy and eating according to a plan is not motivating so much in itself. So the healthy foods don't give your brain the same hit of dopamine that highly processed and sugary foods do. And so you don't get that immediate motivation from your brain to seek out more of that. You have to generate the motivation through your higher levels of your brain to create it for yourself. It won't just happen naturally. The more strongly you can tap into some form of internal emotion, Uh, sorry, motivation, and make it feel tangible, and almost feel it physically that it's something that you want so badly for yourself, the better it's going to be able to counteract that basic level of primitive motivation your brain is getting from the food. And so this takes some work, you need to sit down with pen and paper, and you need to write some stuff out. And then you need to go back to it frequently. Our brains can edit stuff really, really well. And so it amazes me the things I write down, uh, like journaling or goal setting and that sort of stuff. And then when I look back at it, I really have almost no recollection of writing that down. And so you need to write it down. And then you need to schedule regular reviews to look at it. To keep it in the forefront of your brain or else your brain will edit it because it's actually quite convenient for your brain to edit out all that stuff because it would prefer to still eat the highly processed sugary foods. When you're starting out, you can kind of divide motivation into two categories. I originally learned this on a podcast that I listened to well before iPhones. It was back when you had to download it and put it on a iPod And I cannot for the life of me remember the podcast's name right now, which is too bad because it was actually very good and it was the first podcast I'd ever heard about using thought patterns to deal with eating and to help with weight. And I think that is so important and we're going to talk a lot about how our brains can be used as tools to help us with our eating and weight uh, in future episodes So I apologize, I can't give the proper reference, but basically you can divide motivation into either away from motivation or towards motivation. So when we are first starting out and wanting to lose weight, often we are starting with away from motivation. And so that's things you want to move away from and you want less of them in your life. So for example, clothes fitting too tight, that would be an away from motivation. Uh, having difficulties fitting in certain seats would be an away from motivation, feeling like you can't keep up physically to your kids is an away from motivation. Just feeling unhappy with how you look would be an away from motivation. And so those are great, because they're often powerful. And they often are what get us to start. So for the vast majority of people, what makes them start making changes is a desire to move away from some situation. The problem with away from motivation is that it wanes. And so tell me if you've ever had this, but where you feel super motivated at first, you start making changes, you start to see some weight loss, you're feeling fantastic, and then all of a sudden you don't have any motivation. And what that is is, you used away from motivation to get yourself going, which was great. But then as you had success, that those away from motivators faded. So if you were starting, for example, because clothes were fitting too tight, and you lost 20 pounds, well, now your clothes fit really well, and maybe you're down a size. And that's no longer a motivator, because you resolved it. And then when your motivation wanes because you're actually feeling quite good and you no longer have those away from motivators, then old habits creep in, old eating creeps in, and you ultimately end up regaining the weight and ending back where you started. So the second type of motivators are towards motivators. And so these are things that you want to move towards. You want more of it in your life. And I think for some people these can be difficult to come up with. I think in our North American society, sometimes we don't spend time thinking about what we want for ourselves. You think about what you should do, what you shouldn't be doing, what you wish you didn't do. But you don't actually spend time in positive reflection about what you would want, and how you would want your life to look or how you would want to feel. And so sometimes these are harder to come up with, but these are what will pull you forward. So if you picture the way I picture it is the away from motivators are pushing you away from where you started. So they're giving you the push and getting you started. But then it's the towards motivators that will keep pulling you and keep going. So you need a combination of both usually to feel highly motivated. You need reasons that you don't want to have anymore, the feelings that you don't want to experience anymore that start the process and start you moving away. But then you need things that you're reaching for and you're wanting in your life that will pull you through some of those difficult decisions that you'll need to make along the way. And I recommend writing these down. And then referring back to this list regularly. And one of the best tips I heard Because the problem is if you're just reading the same thing over and over again, our brains won't actually pay attention to each thing. They'll just be like, yep, 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 read that, no problem. But you want your brain to actually process it so that it works. So one option is each time you read a line on your motivation list, ask yourself, is this still important to me? And that just makes your brain actually process it slightly more than if you're just skimming it and reading it. And if some of them are no longer important to you, that's fine. Because as you go along, this path is often long for people. And so as you go, your things that motivate you will change. Uh, You know, things that you're moving away from may no longer be an issue. And so you no longer have those things that you're moving towards, maybe you'll reach some of those goals And you'll need to set new ones to keep yourself being motivated and keep yourself moving forward. And so regularly reviewing the list and updating it is totally fine and actually good. The other piece is reminding yourself to actually look at this. Um, And so doing different things like putting some of them on sticky notes around your house can be helpful. I had set reminders in my phone using iPhone where when I um, went to certain locations or at certain times of the day, it would pop up to remind me to review my list. So the thing I always struggled with was Wendy's drive through And so I actually set it where if I went into one of the Wendy's, it would pop up a reminder for me to review the list. Now, I think when we're talking about motivation, on one side, being motivated and wanting something for some reason is important. But I think the piece to not forget about is also believing that you can do it. Because I think it's easy to say, I want this and I want that. But if you don't actually believe that you can make the changes and do it, then you're not going to take the steps. And I bring this up not because I think you should only make changes if you believe you can do it. But I think if you have negative self-talk that is telling you that you won't be able to do this I think that's an area that needs work and in other episodes we're going to talk about how to work on that but just be aware that basically our brains look to the past to give us evidence of what we can do in the future and the problem with that is for something like weight where maybe you've struggled in the past, maybe you've lost weight and regained it, maybe you feel really frustrated and feel like you're not going to be able to ever figure this out for the long term. Your brain is going to look at what's happened in the past and it's going to tell you what it thinks you can do in the future based on that. The reality is what you did in the past isn't necessarily what your limits are. I think, you know, you can learn from what you did in the past, you can adjust it and you can really do whatever you set your mind to. It may not be easy and it may take a lot of work. And there may be days where you really don't want to. But if you're, if you're motivated and you believe that you can and it's important to you, you really can do anything and achieve anything. And so if you're hearing a lot of those negative thoughts in your brain about, I don't think I can do this. I don't want to fail again. Work on uh, how you talk to yourself. Work on reprogramming those, changing them slightly so they're a bit more positive, like Um, changing thoughts of I don't want to fail again to each time I have struggles, I can learn from them and just keep working on it. But be aware that motivation also needs some self-belief to be effective. The other piece with motivation that I think doesn't get talked about enough is that When you're doing a long process, whatever it is, if it's weight or if it's any other big goal, there are going to be times where you don't actually feel motivated. And that's normal. And that's just our brains. And if you think of other big things you've accomplished in your life, like for the example, I'm using medical school. There were times probably where you felt highly motivated to get into medical school and to do well in it. And there are probably days where you really didn't feel so motivated, didn't really want to be there, would prefer to be in bed. And I think it's really important to recognize that that if you don't have motivation on a particular day, it's not a sign of failure. It doesn't mean that you can't do this. What it means then is you have to tap into routine. You have to Rather than do what you want to because you feel so motivated, you need to do things because you know you need to do them. So, an example would be like if, again, if we're talking about medical school, on those days where you didn't feel motivated, most likely you still showed up and went to class. And so, rather than using motivation to get yourself to class, you used something that was either routine or just You were afraid of the consequences, or you just knew that you had to do it even though you didn't want to, and so you made yourself do it. And I think long-term weight loss, this is a really key piece that doesn't actually get talked about much. Generally, in our world, it's a hedonistic society where the messaging we get is that we should just do things that we want to, and it should all be about feeling good and doing what we want at all times. And the reality is sometimes you have to make short-term sacrifices or do things you don't really want to do in the short-term to have the long-term gain so that the long-term goal and that satisfaction of having that long-term peace with your weight and no longer having to constantly feel that you're struggling with it or feel that you can't figure it out is really worth it when you get there. But along the way, sometimes it's going to feel a bit like a grind. And that's okay. You just need to, when it feels like a grind, just keep grinding. Keep going. Keep taking step by step, doing the best you can in the individual day. And ultimately, all those little steps add up to make really big change whether you feel motivated when you do that little step, or if it's a day where you really don't feel motivated, but you do it anyways. And that's hugely important. And so remind yourself, because those days, your brain will tell you lots of different things about what it thinks you should do instead. And remind yourself that you're just going to put your head down and just keep going. Keep focusing on the next best step in any given moment, Forgive yourself for any missteps you've taken in the past, and just keep going. Another tool that can work well for this is accountability. So either having accountability to yourself, i.e. you're setting daily plans and you're reviewing on whether or not you met them and problem solving if you didn't, or accountability to a friend Uh, Which is where you um, choose somebody who's supportive, who you can touch base with regularly about how you're doing. If you're having one of these bad days where you don't feel motivated, you can contact your accountability friend and they'll help keep you going. Or something like a coach uh, where you hire somebody to hold you accountable to what you're wanting and help pull you through those rougher days. Um, And so figuring out how you're going to be accountable. The other route would be meetings, uh, which is why in my group medical visits, we meet every two weeks. And I think there is power in what we talk about, but a lot of the power comes from people showing up and holding themselves accountable to come every two weeks, um, which is however you choose to do it. Just make a plan, reach out to somebody if you need to and set it up to set yourself up for success. I am available for coaching for physicians for one-on-one support. If you feel like you need an extra level of support in this sort of stuff, uh, check out the website www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca uh, or email me at dr.key at Next week's episode is an exciting one about food addiction. I interviewed Dr. Vera Tarman, who is an addiction physician in Toronto, and we had quite a good chat that I think will be really helpful to a lot of you. Uh, So tune in next week, and we'll see you there. If you are finding this podcast to be helpful, I would really appreciate it if you could take the time and do an iTunes review. The iTunes reviews for new podcasts make a big difference on podcasts getting found and people who would benefit from them being able to listen. I would super appreciate it if you could take the time to just do an iTunes review or rating. And now for a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.